Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Today, Bill de Blasio announces the first-in-the-nation vaccine mandate on private businesses. Chris Cuomo is out at CNN, and word on the street is Kamala Harris is a bully. I don't believe it. Do you? I don't know. We'll get into it, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy Monday. I am with uh, fan favorites, Eric July, Blaze TV contributor, uh, also host of For Canon's Sake, which you can find on YouTube. He is Young Rip of 5'9 in the flesh. Also, his, I feel like this is, it's a bromance. Oh, so yeah, we got to have Yaku oh, Buyans, yeah. <laughs> host of the Yaku Buyans show, also Blaze TV contributor. Uh, you can find him on YouTube as well. Uh, Instagram. I mean, you know, go to all the socials. Follow all the people yep. here. All right. Yep. Uh, but anytime I have you guys on without the other one, people get very upset. <laughs> I've told you before, I very get upset. upset. <laughs> yeah. I walked in here and I said, hey, you've been dissing me. It's like, not me, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, my schedules have just not worked out. But no, it's good to be with you. Yeah, Always. We're, we're, He's my brother. We're yeah. glad to have you guys. We're glad to have you guys here. Um, also... Yaku is the only African-American at the table. That's very true. So, Technically. Very true. <laughs> I just love just, pointing that out. <laughs> and, and that is how secure Eric is. For those of you who didn't know. <laughs> um, all right. So let's, we've got a lot of interesting stories to, uh, to cover. So let's start with Bill de Blasio, who uh, is now going to impose the first in the nation vaccine mandate on private companies. He says that this is a preemptive strike against the Omicron variant and a possible winter surge of COVID-19. Let's listen to the mayor himself, watch. We've got Omicron as a new factor. We've got the colder weather, which is going to really create additional challenges with the Delta variant. We've got holiday gatherings. We in New York City have decided to use a preemptive strike to really do something bold to stop the further growth of COVID and the dangers it's causing to all of us. So. As of today, we're going to announce a first-in-the-nation measure. Our health commissioner will announce a vaccine mandate for private sector employers across the board. All private sector employers in New York City will be covered by this vaccine mandate as of December 27th. We're going to have some other measures as well to really focus on maximizing vaccination quickly so we can get ahead of Omicron and all the other challenges we're facing right now with COVID. So uh, as you could see, there vaccine proof required for entry to, you know, indoor uh, entertainment things, retail for ages five and up. Uh, I mean, I'll just call it a vaccine passport. That is what it is. If you need to show proof uh, to anyone. So this covers children aged five, uh, age five through 11 even. And uh, the program now requires two vaccine doses instead of one. But I can't imagine that will even last for too long because they keep telling everyone you have to get your booster uh, in order to be fully protected. So eventually that Overton window, I think, is going to shift to uh, two, uh, two, three 
then I'm sure we'll see four, because as we have seen, this never ends and you will be stuck in this hellhole until you say enough is enough. Eric. They're on a power trip, and I hate to see stuff like this happening. It's like almost like overseas where we see examples of this was kind of the testing ground. And then a lot of leaders that were on this side of the world looked and said, okay, they pulled it off. Let's slowly but surely pull it off on our side. And uh, here we go with a vaccine mandate that extends to, um, which is what they always wanted. Yeah. Um, I, I th- always thought that it was kind of this false dichotomy. Um, sometimes, even on this show, we talk about um, how there are, you know, whether or not it is a business's right to require someone to have a vaccine or something like that. And I always thought that was it wasn't even worth discussing because we always knew that the government themselves mm-hmm. were the ones that were trying to make this happen. Mm-hmm. So even when you had the mandates or passports, they were all coming from the government and they were using these sort of extortive measures by, okay, we are fine. We'll find a business. We'll force you to enforce it and we'll find the business or we'll have our grants and we'll kind of hold them hostage or hold you hostage by doing that. And this is what they ultimately wanted. And now they're just bold enough because once they realize there's no pushback, Mm-hmm. We did it the first time. We just did it. We just had it apply to this tiny sector. Y'all didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So why not keep it keep, keep it going? But he is on a on an absolute power trip. The, the bozo and everybody that really supports these guys. We know none of this has anything to do with science. It has nothing to do with health. It's not like they're going to stop uh, the the spread by way of doing this when the beloved CDC has already conceded that this does not prevent transmission. That's not my opinion. That's what they said. YouTube can't strike us for that because they said it, not me. I'm, I'm just listening to the experts that they told me to listen to. And that's what they stated. So why on earth are we implementing such a policy? It's because they're on a power trip. So now I'm looking at it like this, you know, because I can sit up and talk. I'm blue in the face. You know, I talk about L.A. and, and or rather California and their moronic stuff. And now we're going with New York City and they keep trying to outdo each other. Who can have the most restrictive measures that don't work uh, for any of those areas? It seems like us in Florida, all the guys that have lower transmission rates, community transmission rates, according to the CDC's uh, website. So I just really don't want to be sharing governments with people that Unfortunately, on that side of the uh, of the country seem to think policies like this uh, are OK, because that's how they get sort of implemented and pushed out there towards the federal level. And then they start to impact certainly us out here in Texas. But this is just another guy on a power trip. And I will continue to say for the folks that are out there in those areas that say 1776 and yep. all those sorts of stuff. Look, your your founders that you praise went to war for much less than what they're doing to you right now. Yeah, no. Look, I'll say this is that incremental approach, right? And they they hide behind unions and then they force it on on you know on the employer. Now now it's they're going to cross the barrier here that we're going to see where they're just going to straight up come and say so says the government. Yeah. Forget about the union or your employer. We're just going to come down with a mandate, which the next level is what we discussed you know last week is absolutely a passport on your phone like they have in Europe, mm-hmm. where it is an app where it show your papers. Mm-hmm. We're talking about show your papers to a five-year-old to be able to go play sport indoor. Pause for a second and think about what we're saying. This is overreach at a level that is so unconstitutional. I mean, it, it's, but, but I'll say this. To all you conservatives in New York that are fence-sitting conservatives, right, that do not have the kahunas to ever stand up to this, you know, to, even to the Jewish community, that, that hate things like abortion and all these things that just have gone along with the ride through COVID, 
going along with closing the parks and closing the churches. Which is bad in which New is York. Terribly they've bad. They've targeted Jews. They've targeted a lot. Jews in New York, particularly yeah. this guy. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. Sorry, this is the net result. This mm-hmm. is what you get. And now it's so far overreach. You go, how in the world do we get this back? Mm. It's going to be really hard to get this back. So for every other state, this is the MO. They're now there's no more cover. Now it's just like, hey, this is us. Yeah. What you going to do about it, right? Yeah. And so it, it is revolution time. It's time to say, take a country back, city by city, state by state, because I'm telling you, there was a time when people were thrown on a train because they didn't have papers and they wouldn't comply and they were off to doomsday. And right? they wonder how that stuff like that happens in, in, in those uh, like periods this. of time. Yeah. Just like this. Because they normalize this behavior. And more importantly, what they do is try to turn the citizenry on each other mm-hmm. to get them and enforce stuff like this. And so for those of pe- folks that are out there, they say, how will this, that can never, ever happen. <laughs> well, look at what we're doing right now. You're trying to build this sort of two-tiered sort of society, uh, a culture, a country, where you have the vaccinated versus the un- uh, unvaccinated, which again... Uh, is a false dichotomy to say the least, but that's what they're trying to pit everybody against each other in that regard. Eric, we got in the city of Dallas, Texas, children going against children in middle school. Yes. Framing kids, making up a narrative. We're working on a case of that. Framing a kid for having done something that he didn't do because he's not willing to comply, because his parents don't comply. We're talking about Dallas, Texas. Can you imagine what it's like in a school right now in New York when a five-year-old kid's parents dare not have him do certain things? The scrutiny, the abuse, the bullying, it's, it's, it's insane, which is why we're seeing teen suicide rate through the roof. They are pinning... Look, that's the, that, that's the Sun Tzu art of war. If yeah. I don't like you, I don't need to fight you. I get someone else to fight you. Mm-hmm. And you fight each other, and I take the spoils. What's yeah. the spoils? Your constitutional rights, your country, your freedom. They want the spoils. And, and that, that's what it is. Pin, pin the public against one another. Create anarchy walk away with the spoils. You do have to wonder how long uh, even people in New York are willing to continue going along with this because, I mean, you look at, I'm sure a good chunk of them were like, yeah, I'll get the, I'll get the vaccine, I'll get one dose, you know, just to be able to do this. They, they have to themselves see the line keep yeah. moving, right? But also, it's this weird place where, what did he say, uh, uh, de Blasio said, um, you know, because of the, this is a preemptive strike against the Omicron variant and a possible winter surge. And it's like, Okay, now you guys are acting like we've never had winter sickness before, and that's just weird. We're living in a place now where they're almost passively rewriting history as if we've never had to deal with winters and seasonality of viruses. It's just weird. Again, what what is happening is that they were able to get away with using those similar excuses to Mm -hmm. justify a lot of their executive powers and executive actions. It doesn't make sense, of course. It's like, I mean, think about this whole COVID situation in the first place. None of it really makes sense in the context of how we've historically reacted to illnesses or viruses that were very, very similar, including the common cold, which is a coronavirus, which tends to, in the winter, of course, impact a lot of people. Yet we didn't react like any of this, but it doesn't make sense. So it's like more so how people are operating like it's a precedent. Okay, we got away with it. Doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense? No, it didn't have to. Mm -hmm. Well, we got away with it and we used this excuse and you went along with it now. Mm -hmm. is why we have been saying for so long like it stops when you want it to stop and like you don't com- you can't comply with it because you're not gonna like you're seeing what happens they right won't now. stop exactly no. you no. can't you comply never, your way out there is no, no. end there no. is no end to exactly. this it'll, you'll it'll, never it'll be, be fully vaccinated no, it'll be They'll booster number keep, seven yeah. but the interesting <laughs> part though is there used to be a little bit of truth with a lot of lie now it's just lie 
we, like we've never had illnesses in, in the winter and Omicron is this deathly virus with the nation where they say it all started South Africa. And it says, whoa, whoa, no, yes, no issue to see yeah. here. No issue to see here. It's not right. even a big deal. Yeah. Right. It's just another excuse because they're so used to the American people just swallowing the lie. But you asked, when will they stop? Something interesting happened this week. Trevor Noah, who's a fellow South African, who I, who I disown as a South he's African. Okay? <laughs> he's he's an absolute, he's not, you know, he's not funny. He's an excuse. You know, I, I don't claim as a South African, <laughs> but did you see his post this week yeah. Yeah. of him saying, hey, whoa, overreaching. Yeah, because they're coming into your pocket now because right. you got your two jabs and your, your booster and mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're not stopping. Mm-hmm. They're not stopping. They will never stop. Okay, they, they're going to keep coming. It will be booster number 100. And, it'll, it, and it's not six months anymore. You saw the right. UK talking about it. Uh, I can't remember his name. Savit Jai. He's like the uh, one of those health, public health mm-hmm. experts out there. He's saying that they wanted to cut it from six months to three months. <laughs> so basically, you're going to end up in a 365 <laughs> day, uh, yeah, 365-day period. You're talking four, five, six, seven jabs. And they're not joking around. No. So, I know it's like insulin, like insulin for yeah, every that's basically day. what it's well, the way, they've day. never there. To, to my knowledge, they haven't studied the safety of nothing. giving people this that often. many of them I mean, in that studied. short it's amount like of time. Some people have things to gain from this. Hmm. You yeah. guys, yeah. and you have to. I hate to do that, but we have to put our tinfoil hats on here because none of it makes sense. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense. So I have to look at that and say, why on earth we've never done that? What what freaking virus do you do that for? Have we ever done it? Where you're talking Talking about over a 365 day period, you take four four of them. What? And like, of course, I want to question the efficiency. Right? Why all, the all, all the other illnesses. All the other illnesses. All of them. All of them. We never do that. No, but, but we're supposed to just accept this. Like, hey, this is normal. Yeah. Cut it and cut it in half. Five to eleven. They want you kids being jabbed up for, for for four, five, mm-hmm. and six. That no. makes no sense. No. Man. Oh, and they won't stop at five. No, oh, no, no. I can Bird promise you. Birth. Birth. Now at too. Birth. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna, they gonna booster your kid at birth, out of the womb. Booster that kid. <laughs> Give him that K shot, and with the K shot, yeah, vitamin the K, K shot, just, just the hepatitis K shot, shot which hep is also B, weird. Also yeah. super weird. Yeah. And, and soon they were saying, "Mom, in vitro, we need to in vitro." They uh, won't stop. Yeah. They will not stop unless we stop them. Yeah. On that note, I know we got to take a quick break, but I do just want to uh, let the audience know. I don't know if you've heard, but there is uh, Senator Mike Braun from, uh, I believe, Indiana is actually he has presented a resolution that would bar Joe Biden's vaccine mandate into the Senate. Uh, all 50 Senate Republicans have backed it, including uh, Joe Manchin said that he does support the Braun resolution. So this will likely pass in the Senate. Nancy Pelosi obviously have, has said that it is unlikely it will come up for a vote even in the House, um, which is not surprising. But let it be known, the Senate Republicans and Joe Manchin are like doing the bare minimum. I guess I think that that's all that can be just said. Just a slide by. Just, a, just right. Just it's like they they voted on it. Cool. Uh, knowing I'm sure that it won't go anywhere. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, ExpressVPN. So uh, when you go to the bathroom, you always close the door behind you because like it's really you don't want any creepers looking at you because you're going to the bathroom. Okay. So similarly, uh, you would not want people to look in on you when you go online, and you may be thinking, I'm not doing anything nefarious online. Why do I care if people see my data? It's just weird, guys. All right. It's weird for people to see your data. Okay. Did you know that your internet service provider knows every single website that you visit? They can also sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who will not only profit off of it, but they will use your data to target you. Again, creepy. 
Don't let this happen. ExpressVPN will put a stop to it. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the Internet so that your online activity cannot be seen by anyone. I'm using ExpressVPN right now. I use it on my devices. It works on everything. You do it for your phone, your laptop, your router. Uh, So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can even be protected even if they don't have ExpressVPN loaded on their device. It's very, very easy. It does not make your system lag. It is really, it's you just click one button and you are protected. So if you are like me and believe your online activity is your business, which you should, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash why today. You can use this exclusive link to get uh, an extra three months free over at expressvpn.com slash why. That is expressvpn.com slash why. CNN has, in fact, fired uh, Chris Cuomo after they left him on suspension indefinitely. Uh, This was, of course, during what they said was an investigation into what he had done, Chris Cuomo had done, in regards to uh, his brother, former Governor Andrew Cuomo uh, of New York. I know you guys, you watch the show. You're no stranger to this story. This is honestly, this is like real life mafia happening right before your very eyes. Andrew Cuomo had this awful investigation. Chris Cuomo, his brother, who also happens to work for CNN, not only helping craft his PR you know, statements in regards to, uh, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, but also using his media contacts to try to dig around and see if he could find any other accusations that may surface. Really, really, really gross stuff. Uh, and, you know, I think it left a lot of people wondering, was he were they just going to wait for all of this to blow over after the holidays and quietly let him come back? Or was this just kind of a another sort of slow rollout? But on the opposite side, which is let's just slowly, OK, we'll break the news that he's suspended. And then once people stop listening, we'll just kind of quietly fire him. It sounds like they obviously have chosen that route. So Chris Cuomo uh, tweeted out, this is not how I want my time at CNN to end, but I have already told you why and how I helped my my brother. So let me now say, as disappointing as this is, I could not be more proud of the team at Cuomo Primetime and the work we did as CNN's number one show in the most competitive time slot. I owe them all and will miss that group of special people who did really important work. Um, I noticed he doesn't talk about his current ratings. I wouldn't either if I were Chris Cuomo. But uh, it is interesting because as all of that news surfaced, there also was uh, an article on The Wall Street Journal that said that um, Jeff Zucker, CNN president Jeff Zucker, knew about his efforts, Chris Cuomo's efforts, to help his brother um, navigate PR in regards to all of the accusations of sexual harassment. I would imagine you guys are shocked to hear that Jeff Zucker already knew that Chris Cuomo was doing this and that Jeff Zucker totally thought everything was on the up and up. Nothing to see here, which was why Chris Cuomo constantly had uh, his brother on for like the stand-up comedy hour during the height of COVID when people were dying in his brother's state. Um, Yes, but then all of a sudden when his brother is involved in a scandal, he's like, oh, I can't report on that. That's a conflict of interest. Sorry. And I'm, I'm sure you guys are shocked to hear that Jeff Zucker may have been uh, in the know about all of They're this. They're all in the know. I mean, that's not anything new. I think, if anything, it just shows when it comes to the authoritarian left, like what all has to happen for them to be ousted. Yeah. And it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's an absolute lot. They, they're corrupt. They're criminal. 
but it has to get that bad in order for mm-hmm. them to have to see any sort of consequence. I mean, we see CNN. They've let goofy people do goofy things and get back on CNN. Uh, they're notorious for that. Goofy is uh, actually uh, a really yeah, nice way of yeah, describing that. I'm so kind. Yeah, I know. I know. This is really <laughs> goofy is not the, ad- the adjective I would have used. <laughs> It's not the descriptor I no, would have no. used. It, it, these guys are weird, but that's how it works. I mean, so it's not surprising that they all got that they all were like in on it in some way, or they knew or they were knowledgeable on it. To me, that's not surprising. I think the story is, is how bad before a Cuomo sees consequence. How bad does it have to be? His um his brother has to be doing these very uber disgusting things. And it's not that his uh that his brother was just covering for him. He got caught with it. And of course, that started to surface. And then they 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 turned on him and were like, all right, cool. Uh, We'll get him up out of there. Now, of course, everybody else. And we talk about this all the time. The level of hypocrisy. We can say this all day long that if oh if it was this person, imagine what would have happened. It wouldn't have ever got to this point. Yeah, we all know that. But. Just look at that in the context of the simple fact that they really don't see consequences until it gets very, very bad. And it shows the level of control that they have regarding the really the entire culture that they can do criminal, corrupt, objectively bad things. And there's usually they can stick around because the fact that Cuomo was even able to stick around as long as he did, specifically with the, when we found out that he was crafting these uh, statements and, and they still left them on. Nothing happened to him. Nothing happened to him. So uh, it sucks. But that's something that has to get addressed by people that, are, I don't know, are not a, a, about the authoritarian left. That has to get addressed because it shows how much power that they actually have. And then Yako, to his point, the other Cuomo is allowed to kill millions, I'm sorry, thousands of uh, nursing home patients. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. And that's all fine and good. Um, he well, actually well, gets, he gets an Emmy, right? Oh, yeah, he I gets mean, an international Emmy. He gets a book deal out yeah. of it. And it wasn't even that yep. that was bad enough yep. to no. take him out. Well, why do one thing? While you're killing people, abuse some others, I mean... Heck, just do it all. Or maybe run some drugs in New York. Run a mob boss. You know the thing. What thing? The thing. You know, so, so, but no. But here's the deal, though. Yes, I agree a hundred percent with you. But it also doesn't take that much to really just start applying pressure. It just needs to get into the public, mm. and be, because they mm. control what goes to the public. They can block and tackle. And by the way, we're point. so surprised that Zucker, no, we're not. You can't score a touchdown without blocking and tackling mm-hmm. happening. So the mere fact that either one of those two guys held any office, right, there's blocking and tackling happening. But here's what I say we, where we always make the mistake, Eric. Okay, he's fired. Do not stop pressing now. Now you look into Zucker. Now you go after him. You go after all the staffers, all, all the secretaries, the assistants. You, you just keep going because that's what they do. They're like that's a true. dog on a bone and they don't let go. Yeah. But what we normally do is Harvey Weinstein goes to jail. We stop looking. True. So what do they actually do? When the pressure mounts, they sacrifice one of their mm-hmm. own like they just did. Mm-hmm. And then we stop looking. Now's the time to go. Oh, no, not satisfied yet. Mm-hmm. When, now Zucker, we're coming for you. We're coming for the whole organization. We're going to keep digging. We're going to keep going after discovery. And I'm telling you, they will drop like flies because they will sacrifice their own. But typically, when that happens, same with Epstein, same with Weinstein, same with these guys, we stop looking. We stop talking about it. I'm going, no, no, Zucker blocked and tackled. Let's go. 
Yeah. Get his emails. What did he talk about? What did he do? Is he complicit? Did he know about, you know, any of the sexual abuse cases? And was there payoff money? I'm saying keep going. Get vicious with going after them because that's what they do. And that's how they play the game. You know, it's interesting that you bring that up because even in regards to Andrew Cuomo, is he ever going to see no. charges? No, it's right? enough like, now. He lost his job and he lost his Emmy. So we're satisfied. Yeah, I'm Chris, not right. satisfied. I think Chris everyone's done. forgotten. He for sure isn't done. Like yeah. someone he'll else will pick him else. up or he'll... Yeah. He'll get, he'll go do something else. He does have a radio show. So. Uh, yeah, and it, it's like it'll never. It's like get it a book deal from this. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. But that's again, that's because they control so much of, of the cultural aspect, and that they don't really see optics. Yeah, yeah. but they don't really see a lot of consequences no. to where if someone on the opposite side does something goofy. He's done. He's buried. You probably won't see him removed from the freaking Internet, kind of banished. That's what happens to them. But with those guys, they control so much. And, yeah, I mean, to to your point, everybody knows that they have to be in on it. This type of information doesn't just go through the pipeline without nobody vetting it or without anybody seeing it. They all knew. And, yeah, it may be something worth doing in in applying that sort of pressure and, and, and really trying to get all of them because we know they're corrupt. We know they're crooked. It's freaking CNN of all people. We know that they're they're absolutely in on it to what degree i guess is more so the question and what are we going to do about it yeah, yeah. no look they, they were so quick to go after fox news with sexual harassment and abuse and yeah, they made bombshell the movie, movie out of it yeah i, I was mean, about just, to say yeah. they don't, that's what i mean they don't stop yeah they do not stop and nor should we we should say no we want to root out all corruption but here's what they do also make no mistake the backroom deals like dude we're going to fire you but don't worry We've got the sideshow for you. We've got another gig for you. So you're going to yeah. step out. And that's what happened with his brother as a governor. He's like, you're going to step out, but we got you. There's a safety net. But how else do you shoot someone on a film set and then you get a special out of it that's and your true. stock goes up? That's true. <laughs> that's a good point. A how good does point. that happen? That's a good point. Uh, so Yaku is saying let's, let's not stop and let's look into everyone. I would just love if it was Brian Stelter that, because I just cannot stand that bald woman every time I listen to her. Uh, all right, we've got more to come, but first I want to thank our sponsor, Bambi. So um, if you are an entrepreneur, you realize this, okay? If you are running a business, HR issues can completely kill you. It can halt all of your, pro- all of your progress uh, that you are doing in your company. You can be held liable for wrongful termination suits. You have all these minimum wage requirements. You have labor regulations. There's a lot of red tape when you own a business. And by the way, you could think, well, I'll just hire an HR manager. But those salaries are really expensive, actually, an average of $70,000 a year. That is where Bambi comes in. It is spelled B-A-M-B-E-E. They were created specifically for you, the small business owner. They will give you a dedicated HR manager that they can craft your HR policy, maintain all of your compliance for $99 a month. All right. Look, I'm not the best at math. Pretty sure $99 a month is way cheaper than $70,000 a year. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that, okay? Bambi can handle your onboarding. They can handle your terminations. They, the dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, real-time chat, however you would prefer to communicate. They can customize your policies to fit your business, help you manage your employees day-to-day so you can focus on the reason that you got into business, which is making money, all right? It is $99 a month, month-to-month, no hidden fees. You can cancel any time. Uh, you didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. So let's let Bambi help. They will get a... They'll give you a free HR audit today if you go over to Bambi.com slash matters to schedule that free HR audit. Go over there. It is Bambi.com slash matters. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash matters.
Vice President Kamala Harris continues to just be embroiled in uh, a lot of scandals, a lot of allegations you definitely don't want if you are the first female vice president of the United States. Uh, Apparently, there was an anonymous former staffer for Harris that uh, harshly criticized her to one outlet saying, it's clear that you're not working with somebody who is willing to do the prep and the work with Kamala. You have to put up with a constant amount of soul-destroying criticism and also her own lack of confidence. So you're constantly sort of propping up a bully, and it's not really clear why. Um, you know, we've heard all of these whisperings of, we've had, she's had several staff departures all around the same time, all of these whisperings of the staff not being happy. I know there was one staffer that claimed that it was due to racism, uh, that Joe Biden was not treating Kamala fairly. But there is, at least we know now, at least one staffer who is very, very happy, very secure in his job. It is David Ginn's who tweeted out after all of this news surfaced, Hi, my name is David Ginz. I work for Vice President Harris on behalf of the American people as Deputy Director for Operations and absolutely love my job. Just thought some of you should know. And uh, if you guys are watching uh, on, on video, you can see in the, there's a picture uh, in the background of Kamala and David uh, at that desk. J- look, David, blink twice if you need help. Do you need help, David? <laughs> Just blink twice and we will send help for you. Okay, show, I mean, us, you show us you the help lines. Yes. Show, us, show us the help Morse code. Line. We'll be listening. Okay? Just tell us, David. Um, it is really interesting. You have to wonder how forced that was. I, I work for Vice President Harris. I absolutely love my job. I love my job. Just thought some of you should know. Uh, Christina Pushaw, who works with Ron DeSantis, <laughs> retweeted uh, just the just him said thousand yard stare and uh, I think we have one more from uh, what Andrew Follett who's <laughs> this is so great he said it's a call for help uh, even has an encoded secret message <laughs> and in those red circles it says I am a hostage so <laughs> um, I don't think things are going good over uh, with Vice President Kamala Harris in her office gentlemen well you- you got to understand that definitely in, in today's day and age, like politicians or people that are even kind of moving up the chain. I mean, we just did the last segment about Cuomo, for example. You almost have to be a scumbag in order to be uh, successful in those positions. They're not generally sought out. And I, we, I talked about this last week on, on you know, Elijah and Sydney's show. You are here. And I, I discussed how. The best among us don't even try to be in those positions for the most part because they go do better things and generally more influential things in in, in the culture, become innovators and such. Usually it's the worst of the worst kind of people that go to try to uh, obtain that sort of power because, of course, they can wield it to do some crazy things. But Kamala doesn't actually jump off the charts in terms of like her being extremely knowledgeable or even a good person. We know right. kind of her, 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 her working her way up. There's been some uh, slimy things that she's she's done uh, along the way. Uh, and but to be fair, I think that that is something that is among a lot of those guys. If not, not if, if not, I know for a fact, most of them, um, you kind of got to be a scumbag. When you become the governor of New York City, almost you have to assume that that person is a grimy person like those. Historically, it's been that way. Chicago's another one. Historically, it's been that way. People that are involved in sort of on the side, bad sort of things and with the mob and all that. Yeah. That's what politicians are. 
They're the worst among us, not the mm-hmm. best. I know we're, we're conditioned. A lot of yeah. us are conditioned to, to think that those are the people that rule over There are leaders. There are leaders. Yeah. They have to be good, amazing people. But most of them are scumbags. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, look, when you, um, I was going to say when you are, but I'll be nice and I'll say when you behave like the wicked witch from the West, at some point your broom's going to run out of fuel and you're going to have to come down hard. And this is what's happening here. I mean, you can't, you can't treat people like that. This is the same. It's almost like there's a school where they sent these real deplorables to, not the Hillary Clinton deplorables. They're the ones. And they train these these women how to win. They are in a power situation like Hillary and and Michelle and Kamala to just railroad people. Walk up because we know the stories about Hillary Clinton just absolutely decimating staff, Mm -hmm. yelling and belittling, degrading them. And here you are again. And so I'm just glad that some people speak up about it. The kid who writes the tweet, that's brown nosing. He's, he's, he probably just walked out of a meeting where she just decimated everybody and she forgot about him. And it's like, oh, crap. I, just, you know, I love my job. I, I love my job. I, I really do. Just want you to know. <laughs> I'll, clean up, I'll clean up your crap. I'll, I'll, I love my job. No, but, but you are right. It's, it's the leaders in society that don't look at politics as an avenue to make a life. And go, no, mm-hmm. I want to go you know, run an NGO, yeah, a nonprofit, exactly. feed people, do something, yeah. go serve them. But unfortunately, we've now come to a place where we have to have a call upon the good citizens to say, maybe for the sake of the greater good, like the founding fathers, you may want to step away from your job where you do great and step in and come help save the country and come run for a lowly job like a mayoral race or a school board seat or run for governor and enter the cesspool because we're kind of going to have to because we've relegated politics to those people. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's biting us, right? So I think it is time for us to step back in like our founding fathers did, the, the, the good guys, and say, okay, for the team called the United States, I'll step in into my community, into this world of politics, and go take some of that back. And we see that happen with a lot of the conservatives. We see some of the normal business guys step back in and say, okay, let's do this, like our former president. You have to wonder um, if the Democrats are in panic mode at this point. I mean, you see Joe Biden's poll numbers plummeting. You see Kamala Harris's poll numbers somehow worse than Joe Biden's. And I think they don't really have, I mean, look, Yaku, I know you think Newsom's their guy, but I, no, Newsom, it's like if Newsom, Newsom is the best they have. Newsom, like, Beto, mean, and then and, 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 and booty, booty Juice. I mean, those guys. <laughs> booty, booty Juice. I'm not sure that's yeah. <laughs> how I you pronounce it. I thought it was Booty Geek. I, I thought that was how you said it. Is that not how you said it? It's, it's a just geek? a really unfortunate last name. Yeah, I probably is. would change it if uh, it were me. If I was him, but, for sure. But um, it, it'll what be interesting to see what where they do? go. What does that guy do? What he does is um, when we have a supply chain crisis that he involves in. transportation. No, no, he, does he not goes it. away it his for job. maternity his leave. His job is supposed to step in, but he goes on maternity leave. With his uterus and all, off they go, right? Yes. They go have maternity leave. I'm not, I don't think that his husband uh, was like job, completely man. hurt during the birth of their adopted. I don't think either. It's a painful delivery. It's a painful delivery. For his husband? 
Yeah, they're so, doing things way wrong. They, 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 <laughs> I don't know what they, they're they, doing. They, they, they want to convince you that they could have a delivery. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. And the stretch marks to prove it. Yeah. Uh, all right. We've got more to come. But uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Bolin Branch. So I don't know if you realize this, um, but unless you're me and you just never sleep, you spend a third of your life in bed. So having the right set of sheets can really actually matter a lot in your life. By the way, Christmas is around the corner. This makes the perfect Christmas gift uh, when you get the pure organic cotton sheets from Bolin Branch, you are giving it to someone. They're going to go, you know what? This person really loves me. Thank you. Bolin Branch makes the highest quality sheets by doing things the right way, not the easy way. Okay. Um, I got to tell you, I have Bolin Branch sheets and I mentioned earlier, I don't ever sleep. So that is why these Bolin Branch sheets are such a big deal in my life. Because when I do actually let my head hit that pillow, I get so much better restorative sleep having these Bolin Branch sheets on my bed. They make blankets also, pillows, throws, all with the same amazing quality. They've got holiday packaging too, so it's a one-stop shop for your Christmas gifts, all right? You gotta give the gift that's going to keep on giving. And uh, by the way, if you don't have Bolin Branch sheets on your bed, treat yourself also. Get you or your loved ones the new standard in bedding from uh, Bolin Branch. Their gifts come wrapped ready for special holiday packaging, but you got to order by December 19th for guaranteed delivery by Christmas. So do not sleep on this. You got to go over there. They've got the best deals of the year going on now till Wednesday with promo code Y. That's W-H-Y over at BowlinBranch.com. That is B-O-L-L and Branch.com. Promo code Y. Exclusions may apply. You, if you are viewing the show, may be concerned about what is going on uh, when it comes to the Chinese Communist Party, what is going on in China. Well, I'm sure you'll be thrilled to hear that the United States uh, is finally taking a huge, huge stand. And uh, they have announced an official diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Olympics, which basically just means that uh, they will not, the Biden administration will not send any diplomatic or official representation to the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics and Paralympic Games. This is what Saki said, given the PRC's ongoing genocide and crimes against humanity, but apparently not bad enough. It's not It's not genocide that rises to the level of not sending our athletes or participating. So uh, she says that uh, the U.S. will support American athletes from abroad. The athletes on Team USA will have our full support. We'll be behind them 100 percent as we cheer them on from home. We will not be contributing to the fanfare of the games. So I'm sure, man. We, that, that is a shot fired. I'm sure China is shaking in their boots that we're not bringing our officials to the Winter Olympics. I'm interested to see what the athletes are, are going to do. And if they're going, I think most of them will always uh, go, go go along with it um, mm-hmm. just because they look at it like this is my opportunity to to shine. And as a former you know athlete, I can certainly understand that. But I think it also speaks to why in the, on earth are people listening to these weirdos in the political positions when they too chicken crap to actually make a stand and actually lose something. I mean, we saw that with the NBA. Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving still yeah. the only one that was like, I ain't playing. Right. Uh, everybody else is still freaking uh, going out there to play because once it starts to threaten their bacon, they're not actually going to do anything. This is why they need the league behind them to force everybody else to do it. Like you see right now, and you should know, uh, soccer games, uh, football uh, games are, are 
abroad where they force uh, force kind of the players to kneel uh, at, before they uh, start the games. Like, well, that's not actually a protest. <laughs> You're not actually putting anything on yeah. the line there. Yeah. But I want to see what the athletes do because everybody knows it's not even an elephant in the room. It's like three or four elephants in there. We can't miss it. Yeah. At every every mm-hmm. corner of the room, you can't miss it. That Chinese is crap. The, Chi- the Chinese government, rather, are, are, are crap. Not necessarily the people that are there, um, but what are you going to do about it? Right. And we're just going to continue to go go along with every. This is your opportunity. The world, the entire world can make a statement right now. If the athlete said, you know what? No, we know all of this crap going on with China. And and I know this is different. This is more of the winter games. But, you know, what happened with the tennis player that's out there uh, as well. All right. How about you guys make a stand? uh, Not only just uh, on behalf of of your own people, but the people that are out there, uh, unfortunately, being brutalized by their own government out there in China. Yeah. Unfortunately, the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, is corrupt. Number one, they're very woke. But this, yeah, don't they? They're allowing yeah. transgender yes, so yes. men to compete against women. And, yeah, they okay. are so woke. They're so scared of it. And, and their president is a complete flake. But to your point, this is a great moment to say, you know what? We're moving it to Poland. We're moving to Europe. We're moving to Aspen. We're moving it somewhere else because there's snow other places in the world. And there's still enough time mm. to do it. But the interesting thing here is the difference between we talk NBA. These are amateur athletes. These are not professional athletes, so it's very different. These athletes, a lot of them, have endorsements and they make money, but many of them are that are upcoming that are not, you know, your stars in their sport work a second job. Yeah. You know, remember the time when Home Depot had more Winter Olympic athletes that worked in Home Depot than you can imagine because they all work jobs. So for them, it truly is about the sport and the craft and saying, hey, this is their moment. So it's, it's a, one, it's, an, uh, you know, it's, it's a disaster when you take that from the athlete, Right. But secondly, I'm with you. I think these are the kind of athletes that the administration also know. They're probably more conservative than any of the other athletes. So they go, you know what? We'll sacrifice these people. If we send them to communist China, they don't mean much to us, but we will stay behind. And that's the statement we're going to make. Um, it would be great, Eric, to see the athletes go, you know what? We don't support China. And so therefore, yeah. you have these Olympics without us. And we're going to hold, I would love, I'm, right, I'm so they radical. Have it, they have it in their own capacity yeah. to do their own thing. Yeah. I'm so radical. Right. If I'm Red Bull right now, I say, you know what? U.S. athletes, you stay here. We're going to have a U.S. Yeah. a U.S. Yeah. round of extreme sports in Utah. Well, yeah. or even but even the Biden administration saying so, like putting some sort of of pressure on them to do the right thing, right? Like, look, we can't control what the American athletes do, but if it was our, up to us, like we'd like for them to stay here because we can't trust that they're going to be safe when they go to China. Well, That's how bad it is, right? Like, say something. That. They didn't no. do that. No, sacrifice the that. athletes. I mean, especially it's, not, it's, it's let, political theater again. It's just theater. And let's not even, I mean, take into account obviously the genocide and all of the horrible crimes against humanity. But let's also talk about uh, all of the COVID-19 situation that oh, originated yeah. there. That's true. That they covered things up. And Absolutely. still to this day, the WHO Nothing has said zero. that they haven't been compl- like complying uh, or helping them out and yeah. trying to track what the heck happened. Exactly. I know. And still we're going along with China like it's like it's absolutely no problem. Or rather right. with their government. The world should boycott China. That's yes. what I'm saying. Yes. The world should say we're not yes. spending a dime. Because, you know, in Olympic Games, whether it's winter or summer it's a cash influx oh yeah, yeah that's why sure. you want it or yeah. world cup soccer yep. or whatever yeah. it is yeah. the world should say sorry 
no, no longer, no Olympic games for you. That's but why. Now. That's why. The, I mean, you've seen it. I mean, obviously, this is why certain areas build up like a. I mean, the entire city yes. is built up like in, within that span because they know they're hosting the games. Rio, a big, yes, yeah. it's a big economic oper, yeah. opportunity certainly for them. And I've said before here on the show, I do believe that China uh, is their economic power is largely overstated. They need this a lot more than I think a lot of people want to give them credit for. If you want to hit them where it hurts. This is your chance. Yeah. This is where it's your chance. This is where it hurts. Yeah. Put, you your, put right your money there. where your mouth is. Absolutely. So, like, absolutely. really, do it. It's time. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Yeah, yeah I would just love to see Red Bull come out and go, you know what? All the U.S. athletes. All right, this is where I ask all of you people, all of you friendly people who, I, you know, I know that there's a lot of you who are watching on YouTube that watch every day, or you're watching on Blaze TV, you're watching on Pluto, wherever you are watching this program, or maybe you're already listening to the audio podcast, especially if you're already listening to the audio podcast. That's who I'm going to target today, okay? I'm going to bully you and tell you like it Kamala. is, wh- yes, I'm five be- stars. This is my Kamala impression, okay? <laughs> You get your butt over to where it says subscribe and you subscribe to the show. You need to rate it five stars, obviously, or David Ginn loses his job. Okay, (laughs) and you need to give it a good rate, a good review, because not only is there something in it for us, which means that more people will be able to find the show, which also kind of affects you because more people get the actual truth as opposed to listening to, uh, you know, the late. Chris, Chris Cuomo, <laughs> <laughs> but also you may see your review read uh, on air like the one today from Gramsci, who says five stars. Great show. This is where I get my daily dose of current event reporting, fair, common sense, accurate reporting delivered with a big dose of humor and seasoned with appropriate righteous indignation. I really appreciate all you guys uh, love this podcast. Thank you so much, Gramsci. I know I was just talking to we have a guest here um, today, Levi, and I was just talking to him. I'm like, you know, the news really sucks and it's really depressing. And we do our best here to at least make it, I mean, as enjoyable as news can be. Yeah. Right. You know, we need to have a behind the scenes show one day where we don't break away in, 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 in between the breaks. And people Ooh, see how I don't know. It really is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what you see is what you out. get here. It's, uh, it is every bit a disaster. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.